Hi, welcome to welcome to Popcorn Not Included. I'm Matt Goldhammer, and with me is my wife Maggie. Hi. You said hi that time. Great. We're talking about The Incredibles today, and. We would use a real clip, you know, from like the real soundtrack, but, uh, you know, movie, movie studios being what they are very litigious. Uh, I thought, you know, I thought that, you know, this is what you get. This is what you get. You just wanted to sing. That wasn't singing. You just wanted to, no, that was, that's Williams. That's a specific reference to a a comedy sketch. I was just making mouth noises. Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't. I was making art. Okay. I was <laughs> That's fine. So this is the first one of these that we've done where it wasn't a movie that we just went to the theater to see. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, it, this is this is a movie that's been out a while. Mm-hmm. Well, what year was this? <sighs> I didn't do research. No, 2004? No, it's 2005. Um, really? Yeah. Okay. True. So. 2005 from Disney and Pixar and director Brad Bird. And some voice actors, an animated army of animators. Yeah, The Incredibles. Uh, I think probably everybody knows about it. If you don't, <laughs> uh, that's an interesting rock that you've been living under. I mean, it's been a long time, though. Mm-hmm. And obviously, the, the reason that it's sort of back at, at, to top of mind is uh, there's a sequel coming out, which is weirdly titled Incredibles 2. Not The Incredibles 2, Incredibles 2. Oh, really? They, really. You noticed that distinction? They dropped the definite article. Hmm. Not much. Well, they don't need it anymore. <laughs> they don't need it anymore. They've, they're bigger than that. We know that logo. That's yeah, fine. Exactly. We know that orange. It's probably it's probably copyrighted. Probably it's probably Disney owns that orange it's, shade. It's red orange. Mm. So it's more red than orange. I I guess yeah. I I see that as so. as orange though because it's not a definitively red red. It's, it's, mm. So it's the new dress. It's the new dress. <laughs> no, it's no, Incredibles no. orange just, or red. No. You know you 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 might be right. I might just, just be a, misremembering. It's a very it's, um. It's a very warm red. We just. I mean, we just saw the movie a few days ago so but i might be misremembering it already so obviously you should take what i have to say very seriously Mm -hmm. if since i can't even remember the color of the uniform you're right it's red uh wow it's okay i don't know why i thought that oh it's because the little exclamation point is orange um right uh, i mean that's yellow the the little eye it's a it's it's a gold yellow i don't know anything about this movie (laughs) I've never seen it. I just wanted to. I just wanted to be a part of the conversation. Um, it has like a, a the yellow bleeds into the red, and so it's orange at the perimeter there a little. Mm-hmm. You know how my favorite character is work. Captain Incredible. Captain Incredible. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, that, like that's a character. Steve Parr. Yeah, Steve Steve Parr. Yeah. Yeah. He he was a scrawny little scrawny? fellow, and then and then they gave him the serum, and then he became Captain Incredible. That's that's the movie, right? Um, okay, <laughs> I have actually seen the movie yeah. quite a few times. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, this is something that we both kind of grew up with, um, yeah. with a, a lot of the early Pixar movies. Um, and, but, but it had it, been several years since we both, since either of us had seen it. Yeah, it's. I don't even know how long it had been since I'd watched watched the movie. Long time for me. Yeah, long time for me as well. Um, certainly. 
<laughs> it seemed, and uh, we we talked kind of talked about this briefly afterwards. But you were kind of like, "Yep, it's the same as it ever was," and I was kind of like, eh, "That kind of hit me differently um, than it maybe used to." Mm. Um, and I, you know, uh, we'll get into that. Um, but I just, it's it's a fascinating movie because I mean, it, it our usual way of talking about movies is more of a, a review, I guess, advice kind of thing. Um, I think we we're, it's safe to say we're, you know, if you've never seen The Incredibles, you should watch it. It's a good movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, you know, star ratings or whatever aside, I don't know. I guess we could still do that. But five stars, five yeah. out of five. I'm, I'm gonna, maybe four and a half, but I'm, like it's real good. Yeah. I'm going to go like maybe four and a half or four or something like that. You go all the way down to four? Um, maybe. Maybe. Mm-hmm. So yeah. for me, it was one of those things where like, I remembered everything so well that it was kind of, I kind of couldn't get into the movie as well. Hmm. I mean, this is, so this is a movie that I got burnt out on as a kid because mm-hmm. I think this was my parents and all of the adults in my family's favorite Pixar movie. So if we were going to watch a quote unquote family movie, <laughs> it was parents were sure all in on the Incredibles. Yeah. Um, and, and yeah, we, we watched it a lot. Hmm. And so I kind of just got sick of it. Um, and yeah, which is why it's been so long since I'd seen it. Be like, yeah, like, I know, I know, I know. Um, it's probably of all the Pixar movies. I mean, maybe I've seen Toy Story more, but I really think The Incredibles might be my most viewed Pixar movie. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. I don't know what mine would be. It's um, probably Toy Story. Yeah. But it has the advantage of having been out the longest. Yeah. But um but no, I was I was pleasantly surprised on rewatching it. I was like, this is good. This is this is actually very oh, yeah. good. And I enjoy this. Despite yeah, I mean I remember I remember everything about that movie, but um <laughs> and all the lines and everything, but it that didn't rob any charm for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it wasn't robbed of any charm. I was just um yeah, it it was it was just a weird experience. We also <laughs> watched um farther a, cu- a couple months back, we also watched um National Treasure for the first time in ages mm-hmm. to kind of see. And I had a very similar experience where I was yeah. like I I just couldn't get into the movie cuz I I guess I just remembered everything about it. I I there's <laughs> there are a number of movies that are like that where I'm like, yeah. That happened to you when we re- rewatched the first Pirates movie. I was just going to say the first the yeah. first Pirates of the Caribbean movie. I I think that's a really, you know, it's a great fun movie, but I I think I just kind of watched it to death and it got quoted, mm-hmm. you know, all mm-hmm. ad nauseum and it just it's it's sort of like it's hard to um to see it as just a movie and and not as this um you know thing that's that's overgrown it if you will mm-hmm. um at least at least for me and that has entirely every you know it has everything to do with uh the age that I was when it initially when I initially saw it and and having grown up with the movie and stuff like that or all those movies really yeah um but yeah I think I think the incredibles is a really interesting um, now, because I think it still feels fresh and different, even though um, here in, in 2018 we're sitting at, you know, probably f- <laughs> I was I, this is almost this is maybe only a little of an exaggeration, but I feel like there probably been like 50 um, big 
uh, blockbuster superhero movies since <laughs> The Incredibles came out. And it was, yeah. I mean, there's been at least um, 19 there, with yeah. just with just Marvel movies. Right. Um, and then you have all the X-Men movies. Wow, you have all I the think... Batman movies. You have all of the, the DC uh, EU movies. You have... Um, you know, when you list it all out like this, I, mm-hmm. I don't feel bad at all for my superhero movie fitigue. This only there validates it. There have been a it. lot. There have been a lot. I feel really validated. And even before uh, The Incredibles, you had the first two uh, original Spider-Man movies. You had, yep, I, I think, would, the first two That's what I was trying X-Men. to figure out. Of mm-hmm. Like, was this the first quote-unquote superhero movie I've seen? Do you remember what year the first Tobey Maguire Spider-Man movie came 2002. out? 2002. Okay, but that was PG-13, yeah? Yes. So I wouldn't have been allowed to see that. Okay. Um, I don't think I saw that until we had it on DVD. Mm-hmm. So, and the only other thing, I mean, Batman Begins was, was later. 2005, actually. Yeah, and that, but so, that, well, I still. Same, same year as. Yeah, but okay, I wouldn't have been I'm going to look yet. this up because I feel like <laughs> I might be wrong. Um, Incredibles might be 2004. I, 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 in my heart of hearts feel like it's 2004, but that really doesn't mean very much. Um, it's 2004. Yeah. I'm, wow, I feel really bad I about did, that. This is the first time I'm so, in our history of knowing each other that I have known the right year that the movie came out, and you did not. That's that's true. And I I thought about I thought it was 2004 before, but then I got 2005 in my mm, head for yeah. some reason. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I really, I, I, unless I'm forgetting a big one or something, I think this may have been the first superhero movie I saw. Because my parents mm-hmm. were very strict about ratings, which is kind of of all the things. <laughs> um, but I, they, I don't think they meant a whole lot back then, but they do did mean a little more than they do now. Um, where we, it was pretty much, I wasn't allowed to see a PG-13 movie unless it got a special pass until I was 13. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, and I, I'm, I'm a little older than you. Uh-huh. Um but I just wasn't into superheroes stuff growing up. Like there, mm-hmm. there were some big like kind of shows. There's the Batman the Animated Series, and there's an X Men show. And, yeah, my brother but, liked Power Rangers, so eh. I think I was a pink Power Ranger for Halloween one year. That's all. That's almost a little different than superheroes stuff. But yeah, I, I, I guess I see where you're coming from there. It's a it's a little bit more like it's it's from Japan. So <laughs> is it really? Yeah, yeah. Power huh. Rangers totally. We're getting off topic. Giant robots. That's your that's your clue right there. <laughs> Uh, and, and weird floating heads, I guess. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't, so I didn't really grow up with superheroes stuff. Um, Mm -hmm. and I just, I wasn't really super interested in it. And then it all kind of happened at once. So I didn't see like X-Men or Spider-Man, um, when those movies came out and I didn't even see Incredibles. I didn't see it in theaters. I probably saw it like the next year. I think Um, we did. I think I... I think we saw that in the theater together as a family. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't remember what I saw first. I think I saw Incredibles first. It might have been my first superhero movie. You know, it was that, and then Batman Begins was shortly after the Tobey Maguire mm-hmm. Spider-Man movies, um, mm-hmm. uh, and all that kind of it all kind of happened at once. And suddenly realized, oh, the appeal of of superhero stories. Um, and I thought that was, uh, but. Uh, the Incredibles is such a different thing. I mean, it yeah. feels it feels like such a different thing. Even now, uh, when we've had um, in all of these movies, and I know they can all sort of start to bleed together after a while, um, but there have been a real diverse mix of different superhero movies. Uh, and this one still feels like fresh and unique among the pack, and maybe that's because it's one of the only 
and it's one of the few animated ones, mm-hmm. uh, 3D animated one. I mean, there was Big Hero 6, but I, I don't know anything about that. I've never seen it, yeah. Um, um, and, and you know, obviously, it's the only thing that Pixar's done in that vein mm-hmm. um, until the until the sequel. Um, it's so different, though, because it's not, you know, it's the first one, but it's definitely not an origin movie. There's no question about how did they get their powers or we don't watch them discover that they have powers except for Jack-Jack, the baby. Right. Um, That's it's, true. It's just they're, they're superheroes, and it, they kind of imply that you're, you are born with them because there's a, oh, Jack-Jack doesn't have powers. Um, but it's not a discovery thing. Um, we just jump right in and they've got superpowers and then it's, it's a, it's a, it's a midlife crisis movie. <laughs> yeah, it really, it really, it's, it really is. It's funny. Cause we, we also recently watched, um, I, I, I sort of made you watch Star Trek to the wrath of Khan, Star Trek to the wrath of Khan. I mumbled that. Uh-huh. And, uh, <laughs> that's also very much a midlife crisis movie. Yeah. Um, so, but yeah, The Incredibles totally, totally is. And I think when when I'm thinking when I think about the plot of Incredibles two, one of the reasons I didn't really need to rewatch this before I watched the sequel, one is I I just remembered everything so well. Mm-hmm. Um, there were a few things that I I'd sort of forgotten about a little bit, but I remembered most things so well. It's it's not like the plot is super intricate. Like you need to remember who all these people and organizations and things are. It's it's not that complicated. No, um, but yeah. it's very character driven and, mm-hmm. and, um, that's, I think that's just something you don't necessarily see a lot of in a lot of other superhero movies, more so in origin stories, but not, not necessarily, you know, it's like MacGuffin driven. It's like, oh, we got to get the thing. We got to stop the thing because the thing will, right. is a danger and will destroy the universe. Well, cause I mean the, the plot of the movie isn't really even about saving the world. No, absolutely not. Um, there's at the end, there's there's a threat, but it's I don't know. I, I mean, even as a kid, I didn't really think that this was a legitimate threat to the world or anything. It's <laughs> right. just a robot that they all have to beat. Yeah, it's you know, it, yeah. It, it never seemed like, oh no, are they going to be able to beat the monster? It's like, well, yeah, they're of course just one. Well, I I finally got it this time because I never <laughs> I had never really gotten it before because early on in the movie, there's a line about. Uh, when they when Mr. Incredible initially goes to the island and uh, Mirage is telling him about, oh, we need you to, to you know, shut down this robot that we designed it. And he's like, let me guess. It got smart enough to mm-hmm. question why it had to take orders from you. Yeah. And that's exactly what happens at the end of the movie. Yep. Um, for real. Uh, that's that's like a that's not a that's a lie um, in the initial scene. But it, that's actually what happens at the end of the movie, and that's 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 clever. That's I did not pick up on that as a kid. Hmm. Um, but yeah, no, you could you could say this is like they they're preventing like a a Skynet Terminator situation. Not really. But, uh, I've never seen a Terminator movie. I have never seen a Terminator movie either. You know, it, I think we're all right. I th- I, I think so too. I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm totally fine with that. I know enough to know that I I'm, I'm all right without it. Um, all I know about the Terminator movies is that, and watch this all be wrong. Uh-huh. They're Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. And he says, I'll be back. No, that is correct. That's all I know. Yeah. No. That's literally it. I don't know who the villain is. Yeah. I don't know. I don't, that's it. That's all I know. And that's, that seems sufficient to I me. I was hoping you would get a hilar- it hilariously wrong. There are a bunch of them, aren't there? Like at least three, maybe even five. Maybe even six. There are, no, are there six? There uh, are a number I of them. I think there are six now. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but that, that's literally all. 
yeah. I got. I was hoping you would make some some sort of uh, uh, erroneous thing like your uh, Hunt for October getting it confused <laughs> with uh, where the red fern grows. In an alternate reality, it's Tom Cruise and he says BRB or something stupid. Um, that you just you just made Terminator way worse. <laughs> Uh, anyway, it would be a whole separate episode <laughs> on Matt's feelings about Tom Cruise. Um, we're never going to do that, but anyway, we're never going to do an episode about Tom Cruise. No. <laughs> very, watch very next episode. Tom Cruise. <laughs> um, that well, I'd be like that new mission impossible movies. Speaking out, Matt. of Tom Cruise and mission impossible, Brad Bird, director of the Incredibles, you know, the Incredibles, <laughs> the movie we're talking about. Yeah. He did an, He did a Mission Impossible movie. I think you told me that. Uh, I actually saw, I saw this really interesting uh, video essay on Brad Bird um, last week. And it was, it was just kind of talking about how he's, he's a very playful filmmaker. Um, and it was, it was walking through. So one, of the, one thing he'll do often, and I'm sorry, I don't remember who made this video, so I, I can't attribute it properly. But... Look, lots of people could have noticed this. I didn't, but hey, mm-hmm. um, one of the things he does is he'll um, he'll move the camera a lot more instead of cutting, um, and so, and he'll he likes mm-hmm. to move in th- like threes. So there's there's uh, for example the shot when Mister Incredible comes into the church at the beginning of you know for his wedding. Mm-hmm. There's the shot of him coming through the door, um, and then you you it slowly dawns and you're like oh. Oh, this is what he's been like. Yeah, saying he has you know time. saying he has time before, uh, um, and he probably doesn't because things did not go well. Uh, no, um, did not go according to plan before. And, and uh, listen, I can tell you now at this point, you got to be dressed and ready for pictures by noon. Well, you know, if you're a superhero, maybe you know, you, you you go and you and then you get out and you can come back. You have the downtime. In your downtime, you can go save a cat or something. Yeah. Maybe on your way from from like the uh the picture uh location you can change back into your superhero clothes. Mm. Cuz it's like di- I I did think about this. This is these are like the weird little details that I never noticed as a kid because it's like daytime daytime and he's just driving in his like suit and everything at the very mm-hmm. beginning of the movie he's mm-hmm. like, "Yeah, I got time." And by the time it gets to the scene with Elastigirl on the rooftop, it's nighttime. It's it's like it's like dusk. Yeah. And I was like Huh. When, when is this all supposed to... Uh, whatever. It's fine. Details. It's it's. She it's has to watch fine. her, you know, spring off the buildings and be all right. cute. Yeah, we have to introduce uh, Elastigirl, and you're like, oh, those two might have a thing. Oh, it's they're really getting cute. married. It's, yeah, it's, it is it's, really It's cute. very clever. Yeah. Um, it, that whole intro sequence is really clever. I mean, it's an, it's, what, it's, it's an action scene. It's exciting. Mm-hmm. It's playful. Um but it also is introducing all the characters and it's setting up the whole premise of the movie. And it's also, it's, it's so important that that sequence works because, um, that's the glory days that Mr. Incredible is longing for, for the rest of the movie. And, right. and to ex- an extent, Elastigirl is too, but she's just kind of, they have to uh, establish uh, that. Yeah. If, and, and that was a lot of fun. Um, mm-hmm. it, it's a really good intro, that stuff. Anyway, the, <laughs> the thing with, the thing with Brad Bird and his, his camera work and he's just, right. he just like, mo- he, uh, the camera is almost, uh, is there's, there's some character to the camera movement. It's oh. not, uh, and, uh, it, it's, it's playful with how it moves. Anyway, I, I won't try to make a visual point on no, an, I mean, an that's audio interesting. format. Cause um, I don't ever think about, 
like the camera in an animated movie. No, you, you well, and and you don't think about it a lot of times in a in a live action movie either. But your brain does, uh, and you notice that, and that's why the movie is you know kind of comes off as a little bit more playful and stylish than maybe like a typical superhero movie because you know. Uh, we just gave a really great review to Infinity War, and I, I don't want to disparage that at all. But mm-hmm. a lot of the Marvel movies, the the style of them is is a little little dull, a little flat. It, that's been less true lately with like Thor Ragnarok and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But um, like this movie's got uh, The Incredibles. It's just dripping with style. And um, one, one of the things you can tell is a big influence is like spy thriller um type movies and then of course he he went off and did uh what would just say the tom cruise movie mission impossible Impossible. yeah um but you can tell that with like the secret base under a volcano some of the music some of the just the way things look and some of the there's a lot of sneaking around scenes or but Um, they got the cool cars yeah the the plane and Mm -hmm. yeah a little yeah that stuff is kind of spy but it's also superhero-ish yeah um, I mean, and there were some like spy kind of movie tropes in, in Black Panther, uh, earlier this year, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, like there's, there's the gadget thing is, it's, it's always been a Batman thing and that's also been a, a spy, uh, James Bond kind of thing too. So, but the, uh, I think that helps give it a really like fresh and different feel for a superhero movie, but it fits in like really seamlessly, mm-hmm. uh, because, uh, they're all, of course, supposed to be underground, not operating in in the sunlight, um, which is a really interesting dynamic. Yeah, because I I remember even as a kid, this is what the mm, fifth or sixth Pixar movie, Pixar animated movie. Um, it's something like that. Pretty early, <laughs> yeah. Um, and I remember thinking even then, this one seems different than the ones before it. Um, and I would never have been in my little self, never would have been able to tell you what that is. And I still even now know if I could, but, um, like right after we finished watching it this last time, you were like, man, that was ambitious, uh, especially for mm-hmm. them at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, do you feel like it, it's much different than the, the ones that preceded it? Well, see, I haven't. I've wanted to kind of rewatch a lot of the old Pixar movies. That's okay. That would, that would be Toy Story. Toy Story. Bugs Life, Monsters. Toy Story 2. Toy Story 2. And Nemo. Nemo and Monsters? Yeah. So this was, you, you what, six? Yeah. Yeah, so this was the sixth uh, mm-hmm. uh, full-length feature Pixar yeah. movie. I and mean, it's I much think, different than the others. Yeah, but I think one of the things that makes it different is, is Brad Bird. Um, because the other movies that you mentioned were all done by people inside of Pixar. Um, right. and Brad Bird was a guy who was brought in from the outside. Um, was this his script? Yeah. He wrote yeah. it and he directed it. And I was reading a little bit about the movie and he had never done, you know, computer animation before. Uh, and he wanted to do all this stuff, which, you know, you, you, computer animation is one. It's both more flexible. Um, that's not a, that's not a last girl pun. Uh, it's both both more flexible, but it's also more demanding than traditional 2D animation. You know, if you want to draw, if you want to have a, a a new set or a new scene in 2D animation, y- you draw it, you draw some backgrounds. Right. Um, in 3D animation, you got to model the whole thing. You got that. That's a lot more work. Yep. Um, but 
once you do that, you can be more playful with the camera. You can, you, you can uh, shoot it like you would shoot a live action movie in some ways and really have a, even more flexibility than that because you're not restricted in some of the ways that, that a live action movie would be once you, once you produce the set, you know, yeah. in your computer. That's cool. I've never thought about it that way. Yeah. Um, but that means that every single set is, is a ton of work um, to get. And, and one of the things I remember from way back in the day watching some of the special features for this movie, um, what they talked about there are so many sets that only appear once. <laughs> really? And they were all like, oh, so much work. <laughs> and previously they didn't do that. I mean, you think about Toy Story. Yeah. Um, there are there are locations that only kind of feature in one part of the story, but they use them, you know, for big scenes. There's not like a shot of a location that never appears again. Like one of the examples is, I think at the end battle, Mr. Incredible gets thrown through uh, like a window and he goes flipping through like an office. You never see that office again. <laughs> mm. They made it just for, for him to fly crash through into. it and, and crash into all the office furniture. Mm -hmm. uh, so, so stuff like that was just an insane amount of work. And then obviously if you think about the Pixar's previous work with uh, Toy Story, there were some humans there. They're really terrible looking. They are. They're really but they bad have looking. their own, I, it almost seems like they weren't even really going for something very realistic, maybe because they couldn't, but... Well, they've never gone for realism, I would say. Right. Especially not in, in The Incredibles. If you look at the size difference between, like, Mr. Incredible and Edna... Oh, sure. I mean, it's comical, but, <laughs> it's, um, it's, but that's it's intentional. Cartoon. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, Toy Story is just so... Um, I mean, I, I don't remember A, a World Without Toy... That was 94? Five. Five, yeah. So I was... I mean, I was in diapers when that movie came out, um... And I, so, yeah, I, I do not remember a world without it. And it is just all shrouded in childhood lore. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's like, but, yeah, nope. Those, those people don't look very much like people, but that's fine. It looks like Toy Story. Yeah. I mean, it almost <laughs> kind of helps in Sid's case because it makes him more creepy. There's a real yeah, a uncanny bit. valley effect going on there. Mm -hmm. um, but that's, that's actually interesting. I, I hadn't put this together before, but like, yeah, the 2005 was, was the Incredibles. 10 years from Toy Story. And so you can really see just the massive jump in It was scale. 2004, man. 2004. We looked it up. You're right. Nine years. Okay. That's okay. That's pretty close. Wow. I did it again. <laughs> I don't know why that stuck it's in my right. head. It's all right. That's fine. I, I don't I, even think yeah. they had a movie in 2005. Well, they it used to be every other year, if I recall. Yeah, it's all. Right. It's only been recently that they've really been shredding them out. That's true. Because um, it was an event. I remember it was like, oh, there's a new Pixar movie this summer. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, it was. Um, Instead of just like, what's the Pixar movie this year? Yeah. Or, hey, there's two this year. That's weird. Mm -hmm. Nobody wants to see the second one. <laughs> I, uh, I heard it wasn't very good. But yeah, it was a, yeah, it was a thing. Well, because they took so long. Oh, yeah. And, and you can see why. Mm -hmm. So I was talking about uh, <laughs> the people humans in previous Pixar movies because you can really tell uh, they were working within their limitations and a lot of uh, early CG animation is this way um, like this is this is another like weird thing from our childhoods but like famously VeggieTales which we both grew up with as well there, um, aren't, there aren't humans in VeggieTales exactly but I'm saying they worked within their limitations they did vegetables which don't even have hands so it was simpler to animate and they could they could actually 
you know, make the show without having to... You're bursting to... my bubble a little bit. VeggieTales was not made with practicality in it mind. It absolutely was. That is absolutely why they chose I vegetables. You stop. Yeah. Um, you know, so toys, yeah. they don't need to look like human realistic. You can... Mo- the, one of the easiest things to model in a computer is plastic because everything just sort of starts looking like plastic. I have as Barbara a Manatee stuck in my head now. I'm sorry. Bar- okay. Mm-mm. No, no. <laughs> Going back on course here. I regret, I regret everything. Um, so, but anyway, the point is they didn't, they do we didn't need re- to have a, we can have an interlude for silly songs with Larry. No, if you want to. no, we're not going to do that. Tune in next time to hear Larry say, I'm just going to wait for you to be done. All right. All right. Sorry. I hope you're done. <laughs> they didn't really attempt human. I mean, there's uh there's humans in Nemo a little bit. The dentist. Yeah. And, and Darla. Don't forget Darla. Darla! <laughs> um, but yeah, this was this was a film with all humans and a bunch of them. It's not just like mm-hmm. four or five characters for the family and like a villain and their next door neighbor. It's there's a bunch of extras yeah. um, and all these characters. Uh, that was a, just a crazy undertaking. They needed to do a city, a jungle. Um, a volcano. They did they, an they, office building. An office, office Q's cubicle. Yes. Um, I'm. I'm just saying. Like the these house. are the these are the crazy environments that you know they had done houses before. They had done like smaller interior environments, but and they had done they did like Edna's the ocean house. Yeah, Edna's house. Um, but they they took on so much uh, in that movie, and yeah, uh, I I think a lot of the style stuff was was Brad Bird. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I have not really seen any of his other movies. Um, I, I hear Iron, Iron Giant is great. Yeah. I've heard there's the, that one is, I get, um, what was Big Hero 6 Pixar Disney? Big Hero 6 was a Disney movie. It's okay. a Marvel movie technically, but not oh, an MCU I've movie. I've heard that's also good, but never mind. Yeah. I don't think I'll that talk. has anything to do with Brad Bird. I'm, I'm thinking of other Pixar movies I haven't seen that I've heard are quite good. I think that might be Iron deal. Giant is not a Pixar movie. Iron Giant is a previous is a is a Brad Bird movie that he did previous. He, he did it with uh, Warner Brothers. It's animated, like traditionally. I can see the logo. In traditionally my head. animated, yeah. It's, it's a gray it's, and red. It's a, it's a big robot and yeah. A kid. Yeah. And and I think I think something bad happens to the robot. I hear it's a tearjerker. Is big Her- is big Hero Six the one with the big white? Yes, it's a big white robot. Okay. It looks like it looks like Apple made it. No, he looks kind of squishy, like kind of marshmallow man. He looks like the, uh, uh, the Michelin man by, yeah, yeah. by way of Apple. Yeah, yeah, Okay, okay. Yeah. Same guy, okay. Yeah. We're clear. Anyway, <laughs> I wanted to talk about how things struck us differently this mm. time, mm-hmm. um, which for you is easy because you said it was the same <laughs> experience. Most of it. There was, well, there was something. Oh, <laughs> in the light now of people worrying about AI, it, that was like, oh, this is funny because that's... That's what happened with this robot, is that it got too smart and now is gonna smash you with its pinchers. Is that is that something that normal people are worrying about more than now? And I didn't say normal people. It's more people. Oh, oh more people. Yeah. No, I know. Elon I, I Musk know you didn't has say told normal. me that I need to be worried about. Okay. It. Well, see, because I'm not. I don't count myself as a normal person, and so fear of AI stuff has has just been on my radar for a long, long time. <laughs> so. Okay. Well, for for those of us out of the tech loop. Um, it's been the last mm, three years, um, but no, so that, that was new and thinking about, oh, Hey, 
you know, 15 years ago or, or whatever, this was, was maybe on the distant horizon for people, but now it's much more a mainstream concern. Mm. Um, that was maybe the only thing. I mean, it, some of having seen the trailer for the second one, it was, oh yeah. Cause in Elastigirl's little intro, she's, she's pretty BA and you know, she's like, whatever about the guys I can go, I can fight myself. And the second movie is, you know, she's going to go be, be cool mom and like have the job and work. And he has to stay home. So I'm like, oh, that's, that's interesting that that's where they went with her. Um, and how they, they had set that up of that. This is, she's a, she's a strong independent lady, uh, who can kick some butt. So I noticed that some more. One of the things that I noticed was uh, like the whole impetus for the superheroes not being a thing anymore is lawsuits. And to me, that felt really dated um, Hmm. because I think that was a bigger thing, um, you know, 10 years ago or or more like or even, you know, in the 90s with the McDonald's coffee stuff. Yeah. And uh, we're just kind of. I don't think that um, frivolous lawsuits have gone away. I, th- I think they've died down a little bit, but we're just kind of used to that being a part of right. society. It's not a, <laughs> and, and so it's like not. It's sort of a weird target for humor nowadays. I feel like because it, it it's not like um, it takes me out of the movie, but it's just it's kind of like yeah, that seems that's that's weird. It seems weird now that that's a thing a little bit the uh, the beginning stuff at the office with his boss feels a little dated with the insurance yeah, stuff that feels very post like enron era of like big big bad company like yeah it was certainly we aren't like more <laughs> um positive on insurance companies <laughs> nowadays no but again i think that's another thing where we all kind of just know right yeah uh-huh that's a bad part of our society okay mm-hmm. tell me something new <laughs> yeah but that the boss character is just great um oh yeah it's w- so wally sean yeah so it's it, again i'm like yeah mm, but it's fine yeah and yeah. i like i told you so you know not all of the animation looks great anymore especially with, with the water i is where i really noticed it mm-hmm. i'm like yeah but it's fine <laughs> see i thought the animation was was good the character animation was was all good mm-hmm. um some of the like the rendering techniques and the really nerdy stuff um about it i i'm like yeah this is really this has really come such a long way Mm -hmm. um well then we watched the trailer again after we saw it and you're like this looks so much better yeah we watched the the trailer to to the sequel yeah it's you know the biggest uh, the biggest thing is like they the lighting looks so much more um realistic now Mm. Um, it just, it looks so good. I've, I've played around with some rendering stuff recently. I, I dipped my foot in enough to just see how incredibly deep that ocean was. And, uh, I, it's just, it's so impressive to me, uh, all the stuff they've been able to do over, over the time since then, you know, cause this is kind of, it, there's been over 10 years since this of, of more Pixar movies and mm-hmm. to see where they've come you know, recently with Coco is just a phenomenal looking movie. Oh, geez. Um, yeah. Or you talk about like one of the things that was more particularly impressive in a recent Pixar movies and the octopus character and finding Dory mm-hmm. is incredible. Um, just amazing animation. Really, really good. The, 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 uh, 
camouflage um, that yep. it does is just really well realized. That sort of stuff is. And it's one of those things where, you know, you've said, um, you know, somebody's done a good job when you can't really, when you don't really notice it. Yeah, when you don't think about it. Yeah. And so when I first saw the octopus in Finding Dory, I was, I, I was like, oh, you know, he's he's funny. I didn't think anything about the animation. And then you really liked the behind the scenes feature and wanted to show me that. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah I guess this, yeah. I guess this is hard. Right. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, it was super impressive once you actually sit and think about it. One of the things you can do as an animator, is, you know, if you're animating a human is you, you just perform the action yourself and you look at yourself mm-hmm. and then you can, you can kind of at least get a basis there or more often not for these movies actually i don't think they do motion capture but obviously for for uh, cg characters and integrated into live action movies and video games and stuff like that they're doing motion capture all the time Mm -hmm. um but yeah when you're talking about a character that's like got no literally has no bones (laughs) and is a is a very very different kind of structure um but anyway yeah the the incredibles i think holds up really well um, one, one thing I, I want to point out is like the music is fantastic and I've always thought the music was fantastic. Um, it, it, it's, it's so, I think that's another thing that adds to the, just the, the freshness of it. Um, because it's really, and it's also very playful. Um, mm-hmm. it, uh, you know, the way that something will happen in the movie, like, there's a there's the uh, part where he uh, Mr. Incredible gets into like the, the secret computer chamber and like the door shuts behind him and you get like a an orchestra hit as the door mm. slams things like that where the the scores part uh you know is is also kind of another character. Um, and, well, and that feels like another spy thriller thing. Yeah, it does. It it it, it actually kind of goes back to uh, uh, Mission Impossible. It's got a little bit of a Mission Impossible flavor to it, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, a little bit of a, like a big bands, uh, kind of classical There's brass yeah, in there. Lots yeah. of brass. Um, but I, I always liked that about the Incredibles and it was always like, uh, and again, not to, <laughs> not to be this guy, but, uh, that's a thing. That's one of the things about like the Marvel movies is like almost none of them have music that really kind of jumps out and is memorable. Mm-hmm. There, there are a handful of like memorable pieces of music from, from superhero films over the last, you know, decade uh, or so. And, and they, ha- this is just another thing about the Incredibles that makes it you know, stand out and, and be fresh. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, every, if they're, I don't know if they were trying to make a new classic superhero, but they did. And, and every classic superhero needs a, a real good theme and they got one. Yeah. Although it's, um, I guess the, the story is very centered on Mr. Incredible, but I don't feel like it's his movie really. No, I wouldn't say so. And, and I imagine what from, we'll, we'll get to the sequel speculation, but imagine that the sequel will be kind of like reversed in terms of like, it'll be a little bit more Elastigirl's story. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're going to have lots of fun cutting back to Mr. Incredible being, um, not so successful dad. Right. Uh, especially with Jack Jack's crazy powers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, one of the other things that struck me differently, um, and I guess this was always a weird part of the movie to me, even uh, even growing up. But it, it strikes me very differently now. Is the the subtext of of Elastigirl wondering if Mister Incredible had an affair? 
um, yeah. which was a touchy subject for a Pixar movie for sure. And I know also from the, the like DVD special features back in the day, that's, that's something that Brad Bird very much had to like say, no, like this is, this is, we're going to, we're going to handle this tastefully. It can be handled tastefully. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, it's, it's just, it's weird. Um, because it's, uncom- it's more uncomfortable now as a married adult. Yeah. Um, I agree because, yeah. because the scene rings so true. Like when she catches him coming back from, um, from, uh, going out with Frozone and right. in the fire, um, that like the, the two of them fight, uh, and later scenes where she's like figuring out what's she going on. She finds a hair. Finds a hair. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, like that was always uncomfortable, but it is, I think that, that there's a different dimension to uh-huh. it now, um, as an adult. It's um, more sad to me now. I'm yeah. Like, oh, I, I feel for her now in ways that before I was just like, no, that's, that's not what's going on. It's okay. You don't need to worry, mom. Totally. And, <laughs> and I now I'm like, oh, that poor lady. <laughs> and I don't ever think of that I had a thought as a kid about like, um, you, you shouldn't be doing this, Mr. Incredible. And, and now I'm, I'm just like, you, oh, this, don't do this. <laughs> <laughs> I think I always thought, I, I knew that what he was doing was wrong when I was a kid. But yeah, you're right that this time it was definitely more like, ah, oh, dude, why, why did mm-hmm. you just tell her that she got fired? Come on. Yeah. You yeah. gotta talk. <laughs> yeah. And I don't, I, I don't think he ever really gets that. I don't, I don't know that that ever comes to a super satisfying resolution. Um, because they, they kind of accelerate that conversation while they're running around on the island and you know action scenes are happening so no when he when he um oh breaks when they all get captured. i'm not strong enough well and then there's also the scene where they're all captured and and he says oh i you know i missed you you're you were my greatest adventure and that yeah, kind of yeah, yeah. that stuff well, they do. yeah you're, you're right it's 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 more accelerated than the first part of the movie and i would say if if there's a, a a a thing that I could point to to say like mm, this feels a little bit off to me, it's that the pacing of the first part of the movie um, is really good, and the second half of the movie, after kind of things get going, everything's a little too a little rushed. A little too rushed, and <laughs> it's actually longer than I remember like the whole movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I understand why they, you know, with as every you know additional minute of screen time making this crazy ambitious movie uh that's a lot of work so i understand why uh they couldn't have you know additional scenes or slow it down a little bit but uh i i think it it just it's it always feels a little bit um like the setup is so good and then the payoff is just a little bit too too tidy too neat too quick mm. Um, and I think that is something that I've always, I've always felt, um, but it doesn't, it doesn't really detract from it being a really good movie. So we'll see their, their strategy to slow down is just to cut to Frozone and have the <sighs> most epic, like 30 oh, seconds we've gotten, we've in g- animated movie history. Yeah. I've, we've gotten all this way in our talk here and we have just, and we have not mentioned Frozone. Yeah. I'm like, I w- was so excited to become a wife. For a lot of reasons, but like maybe top 10 was that I could say that the I am your wife 
I, at the greatest good you are ever going to get. I think I said that to you like the week after we got married. I, just, I don't remember you saying that. It was back still when you were in your apartment and we were packing stuff up. And it wasn't even a good time to say it, but I just you couldn't just, hold it in you, any longer. Yeah. I had waited years wow. to be able to actually it's a great line. be somebody's wife and be the greatest good you're ever going to get. It's a great line. It's amazing. It's yeah. I think that might be ever. that might be uh, the second greatest line in all of cinema. Behind what, Luke? I'm your father. No, behind uh, we are canceling oh, the apocalypse. Right. I need to like turn in my my got Matt Goodside card for that one. Yeah. I should know that. Which which is spoken by Idris Elba. What's his character's name? Slacker Pentecost. Stacker Pentecost. You were, you were a lot closer than I thought. In in what movie? Um, that's the hell, easy no. Part. Um, it's not Pelicans. It's Pelicans. <laughs> It's Pacific Rim. I wanted to say I'm picturing Pelican. Pelican sounds like a DreamWorks animated movie, like a really terrible. Well, mo- the Pelican Brief is a really good Julia Roberts movie. Oh my gosh, are we crossing over the Pelican Brief and Pacific Rim? That's an even better I, crossover I just, than your last one. No, I didn't think they were the same. I just, I just wanted to say Pelican, but it's Pacific Rim. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, the, the scene with Frozen and his wife is, is amazing. Although I noted this time um, that Frozen's wife is actually named Honey. Yeah, that's her actual name. That is her actual name. Mm-hmm. It's in the credits. And also they say it earlier in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. And I had never noticed that before. <laughs> <laughs> Honey. I don't know if that's oh, lazy so or like brilliant. I'd love it. Uh, I just—it's pretty good. That's that is one of the most flawless little cutscenes I've ever seen. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. Ugh. And that they, they, they know it too because in the trailer for Incredibles mm-hmm. two, the stinger is is uh, Frozone and his wife. Yep. Yep. It's <laughs> great. That's amazing. So, what are you hoping to? Uh, I I guess see in the sequel, or, or, if, or is there anything that you're because. Honestly, like The Incredibles, great you know, great movie. I don't think it's Pixar's best. I don't even know if it's. It's top I, five. It's top five. Um, yeah. I don't. I would. Yeah. I used to say it was top three. Mm-hmm. I don't know anymore. Like uh, there has been some really good stuff that's come out mm-hmm. since. Um, but uh, anyway, <laughs> I don't think we were prepared to give our Pixar rankings. That right. would be that would be an undertaking. No. I yeah. Thought about it. Um, but. You know, it's certainly a very, very good movie, and that's the only Pixar movie that I've ever walked away from thinking, man, they should make a sequel to that. And here we are, Mm -hmm. you know, with a Toy Story 4 coming that nobody asked for. I mean, probably somebody asked for it, but, and uh, three Cars movies and two Two Nemo movies. um, And finally, finally, we're getting around to the movie that most naturally lent itself to a sequel. But that's, yeah, I admire that, mm-hmm. um, that they didn't immediately go out and, and make. Yeah. Well, that's why I'm, I'm really hopeful about this movie because I find it really hard to believe that they would make it if they didn't have a good story. Um, you would hope <laughs> I'm, but yeah, I mean, um, I, I didn't really like, I've only seen cars one. I haven't seen the others. Um, but aside from maybe those, um, they definitely had a story for Finding Dory. They definitely had a a story in the latter Toy Story movies. 
I totally forgot there is a Monsters prequel. Oh, that. I never saw it. I, I enjoyed um, it. It was fun. Yeah, I, that's but what I But totally heard. unnecessary. <laughs> sure. Um, but did they have a good story? It was good enough. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, I'm, I'm really hopeful about this movie. I, I hope it doesn't let me down. I don't think so. Yeah. But I just, more than anything, I, I want to be surprised by it. I don't want to walk out and say, oh yeah, it was another Incredibles. That would be disappointing for me. Um. I agree with that. Yeah. I want to be surprised. I, and because I, I really don't know what they would do with it. I mean, okay, so Mrs. Incredible is the one in charge of you know she's eh, i have some ideas from where the trailer from yeah from what's you're better in that at that trailer. than i am yeah um where i i really don't know there's gonna be stuff with the baby um but i'm really not sure so i more than anything i just want to be surprised mm-hmm. i want to yeah yeah i really hope it's not just a, a kind of a, a roughly sketched role reversal of like Mrs. Incredible goes off and does this thing, mm-hmm. and then eventually Mr. Incredible and the kids have to come after her and join her to either help her out or get her out of a jam or mm-hmm. something. And I hope there aren't too many callbacks. Like, an occasional oh, one yeah. is fine, but I hope they they do that carefully because yeah. that that's the kind of sequel to me that just... Especially because... Eh. Is seemingly in universe, so little time has passed. Right. Which uh, I was initially disappointed by. I thought it would be more interesting if they went forward a little bit in the timeline. They they grew up some of the kids. Um, they they brought things forward a little bit and to like, hey, we have superheroes again or whatever has changed in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, but it looks like it hasn't. You know, like maybe a couple of years have passed. Maybe. Um, well, but I mean, the baby's very, still a baby. The so. baby's still a baby, and the the other kids look about the same age. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, so they did a midlife crisis movie as the first one, which is, I feel like, the the more traditional, look, he's aged, so let's come <laughs> back and revisit, and oh, now he's sad. Um, and they can't do that with this movie. That would be the same. So I, I really don't yeah. mind the the time not passing. There's still, there are a, there's a lot that they can do there with those totally. characters, and yeah. that excites me. Which is why I always thought they should have made a sequel, mm-hmm. and uh, we're finally getting that. So, anyway... Um, Incredible, the Incredibles, <clears throat> the Incredibles, <laughs> the one with the definite article and not the two on the end. <laughs> That's just so bizarre to me. Uh, the Incredibles, good movie. You should you should watch The Incredibles. You should watch The Incredibles. Yep, mm-hmm. it's good stuff. Um, we will we will anxiously await the next one. It's just a couple weeks at this point. I think it's out in June sometime. Something like that. Yeah. It could even be our next episode. It. I know it's not going to be solo. <laughs> you know, that's what we said about Infinity War, so. But I'm I'm legit not going to see solo. I know. So, yeah. I know. I just had to put that in there mm-hmm. again. It was my last opportunity to do it since that's out this week. Yeah. Yeah. See you next time. Bye. Or something.